If you enjoy listening to inspirational stories from people just like us, facing the fear and doing it anyway, then you're in the right place. My name is Claire Hill and this is the No Rest for the Vivid podcast. Hello, welcome to this episode with Lucy Selby, my amazing friend that I've met met on the Instagram, on the Instagram, but on Instagram, who has helped me build all of my branding. Well, I say help me build, she basically came up with all of it because that's what she is a specialist in. And if you have followed me for a while, I used to have a logo that I had made myself um, I actually tell the story of the logo in in the episode, but Lucy is just such an absolute joy and she's so passionate about what she does. So if you are looking into having a rebrand and thinking about a new logo, please get in touch with Lucy. Um, through this episode, we talk about the, you know, having a business, having children with a business and why she does what she does and the feelings of joy that she has from doing it. So enjoy, sit back, get a pen, a pan, (laughs) a pen and paper, because you might want to make some notes. Enjoy. Hello, Lucy. Hello, my lovely. Hello. (laughs) Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm really, do you know, I haven't recorded a podcast for so long. I felt a bit nervous, but I was like, it's good, it's you. I'm I'm happy to be your newest newest podcast e is that a yeah. thing? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, let's do that. Podcast guest, I suppose. That's yeah, what. Yeah, actually, I but um, English words. But yeah, I'm glad. Oh, I'm glad you've got a nice cuppa for you. But this is the first for people that are watching us. This is the first podcast on video on YouTube, and if you're listening, you can go and watch us. <laughs> Which I'm, no. I'm sure it's going to be riveting. Of course it is. I've just realised you can see my boxes here. But this is, this is right. what people like to see, isn't it? Um, so introduce yourself to everybody. What's your name? Where do you come from? <laughs> I feel like I'm on blind date. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yes, my name is Lucy Selby. Um, I'm a graphic and web designer, um, kind of trying to position myself as a brand identity specialist um love it mm, I know getting a bit niche um yeah I love working with small businesses um whether it's a rebrand or um a new business new new branding from completely scratch that's that's the stuff I really love doing um but like I try to kind of position myself as like a remote creative team for people um works great for for small businesses where you know we've all done it we've worked in an office or you know an environment where you're in a team of people um and then you suddenly go to working on your own and you go oh shit yeah (laughs) oh shit I've no idea how to achieve that thing that I'm trying to achieve so that's where I try and help small businesses basically brilliant amazing how did you get into it all so um my degree was actually in interior design um really yeah I didn't know that yeah so um I did um one year art foundation at Loughborough um 
and then I did three years in Manchester doing interior design um, and then I worked in London for nearly eight years in an architect's firm as an interior designer um, stopped to have babies didn't want to do the whole commuting into London and stuff like that and then thought right I need to do something for myself from home and kind of traversed into graphic and wood design and that's yeah that's that's how it started really which um yeah it's been it's been fun so eight eight years having my own business now I'd say oh wow and do you remember like the thoughts you were having about because it does I mean I know it's all about design and creativity and everything but to go from interior design to the work that you've done for me Mm. I think is I suppose for for me obviously as an outsider outside of the industry it seems like so different do you remember the 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 thoughts you were having before you made the decision to be run your own business um I think I think I kind of I stopped I stopped working I handed in my resignation having babies um then had first baby I've got three um had first baby and I just remember sitting there like five six months in and like the loveliness but also the monotony of my job as you know feeding changing napping housing Mm, (laughs) and I was just like oh my god I'm so bored like I'm I'm bored um I'm I've always been like an ambitious kind of person and I love love my children love the idea of having a family and babies but I I needed something else for my brain to be focused on as well as as well as babies um so I then like got into like creating like Etsy prints you know like like new baby prints wedding prints stuff like that and that was that was kind of how I started and I created like this little like cottage industry kind of from home thing um and then and then I was like oh I could probably well I'd like my own website so I learned how to build websites and then I was like right I need like logo and branding so I just did started doing that and then it literally just went went from there and sort of grew stopped to have a baby grew the business stopped to have another baby and then like so that was you know I've been pregnant and growing babies and having babies for like 10 years mm. um and and yeah so now now I'm in a place of I know my niche I know my 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 client base that I want to help I know what I'm good at and yeah it's it's I think with lots of people you kind of you grow don't you you might start at, at one point and you end up somewhere completely different and I guarantee you you know that whole thing of oh you know talk imagine speaking to yourself 10 years ago and saying this is where you'd be like I, I would never have put any money in the world on that I would have my own business, be working full time, have built something that I can like genuinely like uh, provide for my family with from nothing. Like I just wouldn't have believed anyone if they told me. But you can really? do it. And why do you why don't you think you would have believed yourself 10 years ago? I think because I came from a background of 
you go to work for someone and you get a salary and that is the option that you have yeah <laughs> you know like I just didn't uh, I, I I found the idea of being self-employed and you know working for yourself finding leads um uh, and building that kind of business like quite quite scary and like a real unknown mm. so um yeah I I, I remember I like have such vivid memories of like when I first started it, it was called Beloved Gifts. <laughs> um, I remember doing it and like my husband being like, are you really going to put in a tax return for that? And I was like, yes, because that's where I'm starting. And it's, you know, and and now where I'm at, I'm like, you know, feeling all proud of myself and like it's a genuine business. I used yeah. to think it was like me pretending to be working. And- I know, yeah yeah you feel like it's you're like oh yeah I'm just going upstairs to work and yeah you feel like yeah yeah it's like play isn't it do you find um it's funny what you said that about um your husband because Dan my husband was talking to somebody the other day and saying about how um when I um when I first started I was so addicted to making wire art that I wanted it all over the house and he used to go oh babe don't really want it in every room or just you know it might be overkill and he told me about a year after I started the reason is because he didn't think it was any good <laughs> and then I was like oh but this Cheers. is the the, the the beauty of wire art is I just practice and practice and practice and practice mm. and now we have it in every room near enough and um he's like yeah no now you're really really good like you're amazing but he went to like, art college I think and from for the, b- between us he's the artist yeah and it's like well mate he, I mean he does a great job he helps homeless people but I'm actually paid to, to be an artist so I don't know who's an artist now sort of thing I love it. you get into that competition because you're best mates you're like mate you know but um when you're saying about pretending it does feel like that it's like you're making shop isn't it especially if you've yeah. got a baby it's like oh you know I'm just going to pretend to go to work now mm. but then you can yeah. actually then you get money well that like like literally I, I remember the first time I sold a print like a, I used to frame them as well like a framed print and I was literally sitting there like yeah I feel more proud of myself like having sold that and maybe making 20 pounds than I felt with any paycheck that just landed yeah. Landed yeah. In my account like just bonkers isn't it yeah um and like that now at that point of like knowing that you're earning money off your own steam is brilliant like I love it I'm so yeah. motivated by what I've created for myself yeah I love that 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 is when we sort of like say if we want something we want to go on a holiday I did this recently I was like right I want to take my in-laws away and um I wanted to go and sit in a hot tub I was like okay how am I going to make that money and I can make the money like if I want something I'll just make the money to do it it's whereas a, it's a different kind of mindset isn't it absolutely to like yeah money going in your account every month yeah yeah, I mean, the downside, but I mean, we compensate that with a bit of warrior energy. But the downside is if you're not feeling good, you can't earn, you mm. know, you've got to show up. But I think there's so many positives. I just love it. I just love it. So you start, you did your business, you made your first £20 and 
And do you, do you feel like after every baby, you did a bit of a pivot into um, the direction you're in now? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I I kind of, um, you know, I sort of built it up and then you sort of had to plateau for a little bit while you were then concentrating on baby and, you know, sleep deprivation um, and all of that stuff. Um, and I, I kind of, I, I grew as a person and confidence and um, actually had time to kind of consolidate my skills and decide if I needed to learn more or what direction I wanted to take and stuff like that and um yeah it, it you sort of build more confidence in yourself as well and kind of go no I, I'm I'm an as I said like I'm an ambitious person I'm not the kind of person to just poo along so I was always striving to like grow and get better mm. and do bigger things and stuff like that so um yeah like when Isla my youngest she's four and a half when when I'd sort of she'd got to a point where she was going to preschool and I knew I had days to myself I was like wow this feels like a hugely transformational part of my life because it's it's the first point where I'm not you know gearing up to be pregnant and all of that stuff again and I was like whoa and and that actually kind of interlinked with all the covid stuff that happened Mm. and everybody then suddenly going right this is the time if I'm ever if I've ever got time to look at creating a new business or starting something or a side hustle or whatever it's now and then like I had I had an amazing um year and a half with the covid stuff like it was horrendous in so many ways Mm. and the kids being off and trying to homeschool and work and Mm. difficulties with you know other incomes and whatever with my husband that we then kind of went right this is me and I and it just went for me like intense like close to breakdown level of intensity but you know you do don't you you pull you pull up your big girl pants and you just crack on with it and it's been it's been amazing for my business um I'm just a bit tired (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think that's when I I I started following you you following me I can't remember but um you had the COVID print yeah I, I don't so yeah I don't know do you know what it might have been that you messaged me and said can I give this to you or something maybe oh, yeah what's I need to look at our messages but that was like two years ago over two years ago then yeah um and then from there you I decided not too long ago well we chatted a lot because mm. we're the same age so we'd have been friends at school <laughs> and, and um though I feel like you're so much more of a grown-up though I technically <laughs> I am actually older than you aren't I but You've got three children, you say, so you're a proper grown-up, whereas, yeah. like, I've still got one. But anyway, it's that kind th- – then I was like, right, I need to sort out Vivid Wire because the, the logo just doesn't represent me anymore. Yeah. And I told you this whole story about the logo because, for those of you who don't know, the logo was made in wire um, and I printed out a font – the vivid bit was made in wire and they printed out the word wire 
and then I found the lightest place in my house, which was on the fireplace in the front room on February the 18th, 2019. Very <laughs> and specific. February the 18th. Yeah, I remember it so vividly. But because um, I was in that mode, right, if I don't do this, I'm not going to do it. So I just just did it on that day. And that's when the birthday is, even though I'd been making for a bit before that. Uh, and then so I, I took the photo, put it in the vivid filter on my iPhone and there was my logo. But did I, I didn't understand about vectors then. I didn't know about mm-hmm. scaly photograph pics. I didn't understand anything and then realised all over my branding stuff. There, it was just horrendous. Like it was an awful logo to use in that respect. Still obviously very personal to me. So I said to you, look, I've got this is this is where I'm going. These are my favourite colours what can you do and you came back with something we had a tweak didn't we because of the the font on all the logos it looks like it's supposed to look like wire which it yeah. does and I didn't I said someone the other day about the vivid wire podcast logo which you'll be all be able to see because it's now on the new artwork for the podcast that somebody went I love how it looks like wire and I hadn't told that person that that's yeah. what it was supposed to be and I was like yes score mm-hmm. and actually out of the three logos because you've done all three now for the vivi club vivi white and the podcast the podcast one is actually my favorite because yeah. i feel like it likes dripping paint down in a bit of a do you know what i mean with the p and yeah. the, yeah. the long letters but yeah i came to you and you looked after me so well because the first one i was a bit of a pain in the ass i think because <laughs> it was just such a big deal wasn't it? it was such a big deal for people to change their logos it is. And like, I would say that that process is very, very typical for most small businesses when like, you know, I did my own logos. When I look back at my first one, it was utterly pants. Um, and and that's what most people do. You're starting a small business. You don't have tons of money. So you kind of go, right, I'm going to jump on Canva. I'm going to jump on Fiverr or something and create a really quick logo. Mm. And then people don't really understand what's the difference between a png a jpeg an eps a vector-based something it's all like a different language um, and if you're not dealing with a human being and you're and you're just doing something online you create it and go oh, that'll do um, mm. and then and then you come and think right oh i'm going to a trade show it'd be really great to be able to print a big banner and they <laughs> yeah. go oh can i have your logo and they go well this is utterly shite can't use that <laughs> can't use it on a banner you on no, a banner, no, no you way. Might be able to use it on on a sticker, yeah. uh, you know. But, yeah, like five hundred by five hundred pixels, which is like literally yeah. that big. <laughs> but yeah, try and try and print it the size yeah. of your face, and it will and it will be pixelated and awful. Yeah. Um. But you know that that's really normal. Small businesses, you have to cut your cloth. Um. At the time, and then and then you make a decision, and like branding is something that you you should be revisiting on a on a sort of periodic basis because you know your your direction might change your um position in the market might change um actually you've got to point you go well actually I'm doing quite well um I would like to uh, make an investment into my business and I think you should look at it as an investment and not a cost or an expense oh it's so much so so yeah and it's the it really does like I said to you and you sent through the Vivi Club the Vivi Club came through in the podcast because they were they're 
very similar to Vivi Wire. Yeah. It was literally like the best Christmas day ever. I don't know why it was such, it was such a gift to myself from you. Yeah. Obviously I'd invested in you, but it was a gift because I was like, this really represents me. And it felt like everything clicked into place. It was all the pieces of the puzzle, wasn't it? Because, yeah. you know, and the, but that's, working with you was one of those things that you know you are creative you've got a a strong um, vision for your business and your brand and where you want to take it so like for me that is a gift because it's like you know we can you know I I could very quickly dial in and go right I knew your brand anyway because I have bought into your brand but you know that some people kind of go oh yeah I work in construction and I like blue (laughs) <laughs> and you're like oh, God. okay <laughs> um you know I could come up with 1500 concepts based on that but it's much easier if you can that's what I do when I work with people you know I get a brief so that we can go right you know or asking all of those questions and you know what the things you like that you don't like what brands do you align with you know mm. in a lifestyle perspective not just work you know I have to extract those thoughts out of your brain that you might not even know that you already have Mm. um offer you different ideas as well so you know you don't want someone to just go you know here's exactly what you've asked for I want to offer you something different as well just to you know question that a little bit yeah and I think that you've got a superpower with this and I know the survey like the questionnaire I filled in you asked for the brands that I like and I said Eleanor Boma, Cotton Clara um, Laura Aston designs and there might be a couple more and um, and I'm love Eleanor Boma like absolutely love her got her tea towels everything yeah. and um, me too yeah it was just like <laughs> <laughs> we were literally because there's like colourful leopard print everywhere thinking that for the tissue paper by the way you know I still haven't ordered the tissue paper I was thinking leopard print tissue paper and then I saw you <laughs> had a brownie on your stories the other day wrapped in leopard tissue paper so I was like, yes. oh, maybe that, anyway, but that's by the by. Um, so you said about <laughs> Eleanor Boma. And then when you first showed me the first logo, I you remember me going, oh, it's not, it's not like, there's not enough on it. And you were like, well, why did you say that? And I said, oh, Eleanor Boma's logo, she's got seashells and God knows what on it. And then we tried to find it. She'd changed her logo to just the black writing. And you were like, yeah, no, she's gone down a different, and I was like, Oh, okay. And then I saw, Mm. so removing myself from that idea in my head. Though now I have the logo. I don't even know what I was thinking. What would I have had? Like, I wouldn't have had seashells on it. I don't, but then thinking about Eleanor Boma, seashells and that kind of thing doesn't actually fit. That's what she used to have. Doesn't fit anymore. So with what you designed for me, it's just, and you came up with a tag, like you came up with, I was using colourful and bold, but you added brave in there, didn't you? And then that gave me then the inspiration to have the tagline for Vivi Club, which is yeah. um, Brave Bold Warrior Boss. And then the podcast Inspirational, forgotten. <laughs> I've got it right in front of me, actually. Vivid, bold and inspirational. <laughs> and then... Um, yeah, so Vivi Club, Vivi Brave Warrior Boss. There's a lot going on. and um, But it just, you could see in my mind what I couldn't see myself because I had that emotional attachment. Yeah, and and like, 
I quite often when I when I'm working with small businesses have to just kind of remind people pair it back pair it back pair it back because you are trying to create a brand that has longevity that is you know not everyone's trying to have like you know like a premium kind of brand but you know if you look at all of a lot of the most successful brands there are in the world it is super simple Mm. you just don't you just don't need you know over the top illustrative things to to create an eye-catching brand and actually brand means so much more than just your visual aesthetic so you know your logo and your colors you are your brand and and that's an aspect that people really don't fully appreciate um Mm. we we as like me as a consumer like I could go and choose in you know there's tons of vivid uh, vivid wire making um artists out there but I choose you because I like you and I like you're a bit mental and so am I. <laughs> <laughs> and I yeah. like your stories and you you know I sit there sort of going oh I'm so pleased there's other mental people in the yeah. world <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. That's, that's your brand that's what people buy into yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I haven't been on stories for a little while I need to go back I need to be life on them busy. more life is busy but it's so much fun doing stories but then you realise you're just like to, you're just talking to yourself, really. But then people will message you back, and you're like, "Oh, thank God, people are watching." I mean, get, yeah. I mean <laughs> the um, it's so funny with the whole um, weather in the summer. For anyone who's listening, who's got a small business with Instagram, um, sorry, my phone is ringing. For goodness' sake, do they not know I'm calling <laughs> a podcast? Just did as well, actually. Oh. <sighs> Goodness me. And now I'm like, who is it? Because I don't know the number. Um, but you know, so now it's put me off. God, I can't edit this bit out. Anyone, oh, yes. Engagement anyone... with Instagram. There seems to be sort of like this. Oh, Instagram is not working for me. And it's because everyone's enjoying the summer. And I've had the engagement on my stories yesterday was so much higher than it's been the last few weeks because everyone was indoors because they were hot. Yeah. So I was like, it's literally, if you look ahead, this is a tip, if you look ahead to the weather and you know it's going to be tipping it down with rain or horrible, plan your content to come out on that day and you will get a better reach. It's, All to do with the weather. It's really interesting. Like I've I've started this thing called the Hook Project. Um, yes, is, I wanted you to talk about this. So I'm yeah, glad you said it. Good. I, I'm like so hugely motivated by this. Basically, giving small businesses like massive amounts of confidence with a how to use Instagram, how to consistently uh, communicate your brand on Instagram, and actually how important that is, which that then translates into more business, more sales, um, and and actually, one of the things we talk about is the whole engagement thing. Like we can, as people, you can get so hung up in, oh, I just created a reel, we used a, used a trending audio and I only got 900 people view it. Imagine if 900 people yeah. turned up and knocked on your door. You'd be like, oh, I can't, can't help all 900 of you. I could maybe help four or five yeah. <laughs> this, this month. But, yeah. you know, it's like we kind of we need to create content that is valuable educational fun interesting but that, that sells stuff if you're yeah. a business remember you need to sell stuff yep. yeah but we shouldn't <laughs> we shouldn't just be trying to like 
it's, it's vanity metrics. It's absolutely it's yeah. But just what does that did did that reel that got ten thousand views equate in any business for you? No, people just liked my silly dancing. Okay, cool. What was the point? <laughs> yeah. And and did that reel that you made uh, and only got nine hundred views, but you got two sales off? Was that better? Yeah, it was. Mm. Like you know, like. I think we just have to realign our brains sometimes with yeah. um, social media and the hook project basically is to help people um, to do all of that. So you actually, I don't know when your early bird finishes. I've seen you do a post today because this isn't going to be out till the 1st of August. Yeah. But they can still book, can't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the early bird was until the 27th of July. So anyone who sees this or hears this will have missed it, but there's 15 places basically it's in Colchester in Essex at first sight really cool place a really buzzy day full day workshop um lovely lunch you get a headshot with it and three experts talking to you and empowering you with loads of knowledge um and yeah so 15 spots and it's 349 pounds for people who have missed out on the early bird oh that's worth it but just such a brilliant day yeah such a brilliant day amazing and so who are the other experts that help you on the day so I've got lovely um Charlie Alexander she is a professional photographer um she's actually my mate from my village who lives down the road um, oh nice and she's just another brilliant human being um really fun um she does she's done all of my branding photography um so she talks about how best to take your own DIY photography and um, where to source stock photography and keeping that consistent. And then also the benefits of professional photography and Amazing. you get a headshot with it. And then there's Barbara Gill, who's a marketing expert. She's also Colchester based. Um, and she just has tons of knowledge on different ways to get your content out there Um we talk about in her section, we talk about profile optimization. Um, we talk about um, like planning and scheduling content and making plans. Um, we talk about the regularity of posting and the benefits of it. Um, and we do the thing that's really cool that we do now is in the afternoon, we do like one to one small group sessions. Um, so, like, you have an expert each in a small group of up to five Ooh. people. Yeah, it's like it was an absolute game changer. For oh my goodness, time. that's re- that is really um, oh, it's powerful. It's yeah, it really is because you get to like in small doses ask like one on one questions. How do I do this? How do I do that? How can I make that happen? Um, and then we rotate, so each group gets an hour with each expert to go through everything and like I just bloody love it like because the the reason I thought of doing this is that I create all these lovely um, brand tools and assets for people and I send them off and I go here you go and then they go oh super Um, and you know people like you who are more savvy and more capable with technology and everything you fly and that's brilliant. And I oh, sit thanks. back and you do. <laughs> and I sit back and I watch you and I go, right, she's absolutely nailed her content. She knows exactly how to use all of the things that I've created for her. And then you find other people aren't as confident and they just go, oh, and it either can can become a stumbling block because they go, 
well I've got all this beautiful stuff but I'm not quite sure how to you know facilitate that in in the way I'm, I'm communicating my content or they do it and they don't do it that well and it that then sort of does affect how people perceive a brand if it's a picture with a with a a logo put on with all the color like oh I just sometimes Mm. I watch and I'm like oh gosh I wish I could interject and just say have you thought about doing it like this or could you try that or jump on here and edit it like this but that's you know that's not my job to do unless people are asking me to do it so it was I've just thought of something of how you can make money I won't say on here but I've just thought of a business idea for you okay let's have a chat after (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know I can't help myself you're like, oh, yeah. Hmm. Um, but yeah so that's that's kind of where it was born um just giving as many people as possible the opportunity to understand how to create stuff for themselves because you find you find people sit there and kind of look at other people's content and go, oh that looks so good how do I make my stuff look that good and that's what we're trying to do to help people I love it I love that. I really do. I was. I. I said to you, shall I? Shall I come along to the next one? But You're I've too just good. got. I've, no, it's not out to go. I think I've got two. I need to. I've got too much on my plate. But yeah. we're gonna. We're gonna see each other at a garage brunch or something. We still I need would, to organise that. Like I can't express strongly enough how much I would love to do that. <laughs> can, we, can we put that in? We'll put that in as well. However, I think we should potentially leave ourselves off of social media because I think it might get out of hand absolutely always professional (laughs) though I'm thinking if there was like a Beyonce garage brunch that would be really cool as well wouldn't it I'm keen for anything anything R&B yeah R&B UK garage 90s hip-hop-ness yeah Kistery, a Kistery yeah. garage, a Kistery brunch. That yeah, all right. I'm gonna look. We'll book it. And then um, anyway, by the by, it's just we do, this is what our messages are like in Instagram, and and also um, we like dancing. Yes, let's leave it at that. <laughs> um. So back to the back to picking you up. What is the vision? Is this going to be obviously? You said at the beginning you want you're you know putting yourself as a brand identity specialist. Is it sounds like that's where your superpowers are. But what's the vision for the business using all of these multiple talents that you've got? So I'm going to big you up a tiny bit here. The one thing that has been really really fun for me um, this year is that I have got a student placement working with me and the reason I've got that is because <laughs> when we had our chats over branding you I, I told you about this idea and you're like Lucy get on the phone to the college and just go and bloody do it and yeah one percent factor yeah after after that phone call you and me I did get on the phone and and then it all started happening so thank you for that. That is the best example, I think, of the 1% factor. And I, I bang on about this inside the Viva Club all the time. But I literally just said, apply the 1% factor. I think I said, open Google and Google the university or the college or whatever yeah. it was and get a phone number. And that's, yeah. sometimes that's all you need to do. Yeah. And actually, um, uh, one of my clients who I've done a branding project for, Hannah Buck, um, she had a contact within the college, which she kindly put me in touch with. So that that kind of that was a big help. Um, so I have um, over here. I turfed my husband out twice 
twice a week and I have my lovely student Millie um to come and work with me and that Aww. has been like a big step for me with my business I've never you know it's it's not full employment but it's a step towards uh, it. don't excuse me don't play it down you've just played it down in one <laughs> sentence You're like picking yourself up and they went it's not pay, it's not real employment but it is you pay her and she yeah. turns up to work yeah so yeah, yeah. own it boss warrior boss <laughs> I I I'm trying to think to myself that in the next couple of years I would love to be able to go right I'm going to give you a job like a full-time proper job you're going to come and work for me and you know it's been it's been a great process that I've been able to kind of go um right I'm getting on with this currently um brief Millie on what I want her to do she will start the thinking process she'll go through sketches and do some research and start the initial um drawing stage for for a project and we'll like work together and collaborate and I'll say right have you thought about looking at like this right I like that part of that now work on this part and and it's kind of like I I do have a kind of teachery kind of vibe within me um and it's been fun to to let go a little bit and kind of go right I'm going to entrust you to to do that and she's been doing a literally a brilliant brilliant job so um yeah I'm really excited about that she'll come back in September all being well um and then you know after another year I might say and she's about to finish I might say right I'd like you to come work for me which is really fun, like a really cool um, thing to think that I might be. Um, you will able be. To, yeah, and that, and that actually, look, looking forward again, right, well, I will have my own studio and I'll have a, a few millies and I'll be able to go, right, I'm going out for the day. And you carry on working and be like. Oh. So where's the studio going to be when you have it? Um, so we're... we're um, uh, we're converting our garage um, starting in September um, and then that will be for the short term where where we'll be but in the longer term I don't think I'll be able to have multiple people working for me from home so I will have to look at um, premises. Is there any yes. is there anywhere that you already think or oh, that would be a cool place yeah, to work? Yeah there is there is there's um there's a place called the old joinery studio um which is only about or well, less than a 10 minute drive and it's got such a cool vibe to it um they've already got you know similar kind of businesses it's where I go um with um the lovely Claudine from um fix training to do TRX um and it's just got like a really really cool little vibe to it that I could see I could definitely see myself having a studio there there, there you go you've said it now you said it, it. you said it out loud which means it's gonna happen mm. I can't wait till you've done it and you'll be like remember that day <laughs> I'm just gonna say it was the 20th of July at 11 41 that you said you're gonna have premises in the old joinery did you say the old joinery studio and yeah. you know 11 41 is the time that Jackson was born so I actually think it's gonna happen oh my god that's, that's my magic time it's a magic time there's sufficient for you babe <laughs> you know Love um, it. so my best friend works with me now and she had a baby and she I said to her as soon as you're ready 
you can come and work for me more like she's doing one day and then yes the other day she was like I'm ready to do another day like mid-September I'm ready to do a day and the feeling of like fear like you know fear paying away uh, wages you know I've got to Mm. make sure that I'm not just sustaining my family I'm helping to sustain hers now um plus she's you know my my best friend it it but just look you know the amount of stuff she does for me is incredible you know Mm -hmm. she is like her role is executive assistant and she just pulls out so much which is in my brain and is able to be help me be more effective and therefore I'm able to have more money anyway because I'm earning it do you know what I mean yeah I like I have such strong feelings towards uh delegation like Mm. I I try and I try and say this to people like when when we talk when I talk to people about you know right okay so we might have gone through a logo and branding um process and then it's like I can for you if you want I can do all your stationery I can do all your um email signature I can create posts for you I can do all of this stuff I can create flyers posters whatever you want yes you could do it yourself it will take you much longer than it would take me it won't look as good as what I can create for you and actually if you pay me to do it more efficiently Mm. you can then go out and concentrate on the things that you're best at whatever that's you're trying to sell or create or you know find new leads and whatever and it's it's I think you get to that stage as a as a business owner don't you that you stop looking at it and going oh well I could do that and and sort of try and squirrel everything away to being under your control and it's like well actually give the admin away give the you know content creation away give all the stuff that is not your strongest suit away yes Mm. that will cost you money but you can make way more money by concentrating on your thing that you are an expert at yeah absolutely and it's all it's the I feel like letting go of it is because when you are you feel so passionate about your business it is like a child and you're growing it and you're nurturing it but at some point your child needs to go to school and do other things and other people need to be you can't be everything that your child needs for that for its whole life and it's exactly the same for the business there is no way now I've obviously I've got all three of them there is no way I can be everything to all three of the the little businesses there's not little businesses but podcast the club and Vivi Wire I can't do everything I, I cannot yeah. be everything it needs to grow into what it can become and it, mm. it's recognizing that and to be honest we we had a conversation on Monday and I was like we've we need to think about hiring more people because it's even if she takes on she needs to work five six days a week the same as me to cope with how much work there is and that's just not sustainable it's it's silly how many hours I'm working and that's not you know we we all have this vision you'd be like oh it's okay if I work for myself I'm the boss and I make the you know I I say what time I'm working and 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 I found myself, particularly because of how busy I was during COVID, I became a slave to yeah. my computer and to everyone that I was trying to facilitate. Mm. And actually, if you get to that point, you you can become a bit sort of um uh what's get out to live. 
yeah like you need balance and actually me going no I'm not starting work till 10 o'clock now and I'm going to go and go for a walk or do a workout or just eat my breakfast in peace that allows me to then come and sit at my desk at 10 o'clock with a better frame of mind than being like right I've got the kids at school 9 15 right okay I'm ready to go and it's like it's horrible I'm not I'm no good to anybody like if I if I feel stressed and you know I I want to do a good job for people and actually to do that I need to give myself a bit of time as well and there's a transition between your roles though as well which is something I've been working on so before um the boy like Dan and Jackson come home I try and have at least five minutes if not more where I'm just sitting sometimes just with my eyes closed or sitting having a cup of tea or something so I can transition into wife and mum because Mm. otherwise because the same as you I work from home now obviously I don't know you probably do the school run but Jack while Jackson's still with the childminder Dan picks him up on his way home as soon as I enter the house and they're back that's it like I'm I'm mum and wife even if all of my clogs are still churning as a, a business owner who the hell where's Claire I've no idea that's why I do that like I get up in the morning I've started walking first thing in the morning which has been really lush so I'm like Claire first thing in the morning then I transition into mum and wife then I have a little short and I like walk Jackson to the childminder because then I get more time to transition back into business owner but we forget that moving in and out of these roles takes a lot of energy and if you're not prepared for that energy and thinking about, okay, what's my, what am I going to do when they come home? What is the next step? And if you haven't got time to think about that, then you're always on the back foot. You're always like, you, you, it takes so much energy. Then you haven't got the capacity to be the, the role that you want to fill. And then you feel guilty because you're not filling the role that you want to fulfill and just never ending cycle, isn't it? it's well hard to yeah well hard well hard to actually um do that properly and we kind of have to give ourselves a little bit of a break because you just you can't be expected to know how to do all of that brilliantly from the outset you're gonna no. muck up you're gonna you know roles are gonna merge and be muddy and you, you figure it out and you start to put in boundaries as you become more confident as a business owner and realize no one's actually watching <laughs> like <laughs> like you sort of you know like uh, I, I put a story out the other day talking about um you know starting work at 10 and so many people are saying yeah it's like game changer working at uh, starting at 10 and and really no one knows any different like you don't know I'm I'm working on your logo you don't know if I start at 9 or 10 or 12 like no. do you care so long as I get the work done you don't no. So um yeah, the the there's definitely the pros and cons to working for yourself and it's just the juggle of figuring it all out along mm. the way. Yeah, which is a good time for me to say, and I don't know, I'm I'm doing a a like a pop-up Facebook group for Warrior Boss Mums and giving daily little like couple of minutes of video or do this if you've done nothing in your business today and you're worrying Mm. just do this I'm doing starting that on the first August, which is today um because and as well as in the Vivi Club membership we've got some mums they've just been panicking about the summer holidays and I've been panicking I've been panicking about summer holidays since definitely May 
and I, I would argue probably the beginning of May. As soon as yeah. we come out of Easter, I'm like, summer holidays is coming. Yeah. How am I going to manage it? Last year was such a challenge. So I started planning like little things that I can do every single day that will keep things going. Mm. And then I was like, I can share this. So that's what we're doing. Exciting. Yeah, I think it'd be good. I'd be, I would, like everybody's in the same boat where they're like, you just have that mum guilt that you're not spending the time with them. But you've still got to run your business. You've still got to run your business for six weeks, haven't you? And, that, and that's something that people just like genuinely don't truly appreciate. I think when you're, that's the whole, you know, like what we talked about earlier about the playing. Like I think sometimes there's a perception that, that oh, is this actually really your job? Yes, it is. And it takes up all day, five days a week. And uh, yeah, I do need childcare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So many people said that to me when I left education. Oh, I didn't think you were, I thought you were looking after Jackson at home. How am I going to, I can't, actually it was my mum that said it to me. I said, mum, how am I going to be able to earn? I've got to match my wage. We've got bills to pay. Like there was no, for me, there was no like, um, oh, it'll be all right. Dan's got me covered. I'm, I was a breadwinner at that point. I was a breadwinner. He's got a new job and promotions now, but it's like, well, I've got no choice. I have to make this work. Otherwise, we can't pay the mortgage. It was, it's mm. like that. And um, so there's no way I could have done that with Jackson. And at the time, he was, what, coming up for two? No mm. way I could have been working at home with a two-year-old. Not, you know. Now, he does. I had a conversation with him the other day. Like, I've booked off. I've booked really clear days where it's days with Jackson. And then I've got two days a week with childcare. And then just filling in other good times and I just said you know that you're going to have to help mummy in the office he went oh yeah um, I know what I know what to do mummy I'm going to do that for you and that for you and it's all involves sticking so washi cake tape everywhere it's nothing to do with work but he thinks it's work yeah. but then I can get on so but yeah. yeah the juggles but then it's the joy of going they've got a Christmas play can go and see it take yeah. them to school I could have never have taken Jackson to school in my old life no, I was in a school. It's lovely. Yeah, it is. So I ask everybody when they come on, mm-hmm. um, one uh, the same question at the end because, Ooh. yeah, I love this question. What what advice or tip would you give yourself ten years ago that you know now that you didn't know then? Um, kind of to have the courage in your convictions to to just bloody go for it and know how good you are um I think like this is this is one of the things we talk about in the hook project is I think sometimes we as human beings you have this um natural sense of like downplaying you being good at something but but when it comes to to you know trying to grow a business you have to shout about why you are good Mm. I'm good because of X, Y, Z and be proud to shout about it. And that's actually how people buy into you. You know, if you were going for a job interview, you put on your CV, I'm great at this, that and the other. It's the same thing for us as small business people. You just you have to shout about yourself. So I think, Mm. you know, that's almost the reason you were questioning me earlier. Be like, well, of course you were going to be, you know, successful and do it because you're good and but yeah it's that it's we just naturally want to just 
cower a little bit and think oh people think I'm showing off yeah be- yeah because it makes other people feel better doesn't if it you're mediocre because if, if you're, you're just- mediocre yeah and you hide it it makes other people feel safe because then they don't they're not having to try because everyone else is but time to show off I totally agree with you yeah yeah definitely oh this has been wonderful thank Thank you you for having me my love thank you for coming on and thank you so much I cannot recommend you enough where can everyone find you by the way before I start bringing you up again um so website lucyselby.com lucy with an ie um instagram is uh lucy selby underscore design so yeah I'm I'm there and very happy to I love I love just making connections with people the whole point is it's social isn't it and I I do buy into that and that's why I've made friendships with like you and other people because I just think you're really cool and and then and then that builds you know friendships and networks and I think if you're just genuinely authentic and a nice person that that helps doesn't it yeah it's being ourselves and when's the project again 13th of October in, in Colchester. Colchester. Yeah. So if anyone's got any questions, feel free to just send me a DM and I would love to help you. Good old Essex that is is technically at war with Kent <laughs> <laughs> from years and hundreds of years ago. Everyone oh, so. mental. Yeah. But no, I, I cannot recommend you enough. You have done wonderful work for me. So all three of the businesses have got your um logo the podcast is one is my favorite though the other two are so close behind you've done such an amazing job thank you so 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 much and oh there if you're watching on the video there's my boss sign for you (laughs) i have made that ages ago you did and i worked out actually i've got um um old bonjour in my hallway i've got nice bum in the bathroom i forgot about the nice bum one I've got boss in my office and I've got um, uh, a Christmas star as well. So I'm. <laughs> and I've got your COVID print and your notebook that I still haven't written in. Your notebook is, is that up? Shall I just run and get it? If you're on the video, then you can see it. Hold on. I think that's <laughs> it. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. I've got this. The dream is free. I haven't got my headphones in. Separately. This is. Uh, for those of you listening on the podcast, this is good, isn't it? But yeah, this Cute. I love this because it says um, the dream is free, but the hustle is sold separately. And every you don't have, don't have any of these, do you anymore? anymore no. No. <laughs> um, but everyone's got like a quote on it, and that's why I can't use it because I just love it so much. I can't use it as with any <laughs> nice notebook. <laughs> but no, thank you so much, my love. Um, and yeah go and follow lucy and um let us know what you thought of the podcast it's a bit weird the fact that this is the first video one but it's exciting as well oh it was it was a fun like i love how when we first came on you were like this definitely won't be an hour and i'm like it's pretty close to an hour pretty close (laughs) pretty close all right thanks so much lovely thanks gold see you soon thank you so much for listening to the no rest for the vivid podcast Written, produced and hosted by Claire Hill and music has been composed by my brother, Phil Vick.